what's going on everybody this is the work rate podcast this is our aew in review i am joined as always by brad brad how you doing i am excellent how are you mike i am well i got my fourth uh covid shot today (laughs) that's crazy i don't think we could do that here in the states i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why Because apparently what they had, what they found out was, I guess the full dose, like uh, with research, they found that that a full dose is is three shots. Mm -hmm. So I guess uh, the first technical booster is the fourth. Mm. Okay. So anyway, I guess I I think they're going to essentially treat it like a, like a flu shot. That's how I figured it ended up being is you just get one every year. Exactly. So I did that, so that's fun because uh, I'm going gonna be uh, working another like the the big big con in a mm. month's time, and tomorrow I'm going to a concert. So, oh, a small one. Nice, but yeah, uh, don't ever so leave yeah. my house before or after COVID, so it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i mean my life hasn't really changed but in terms of like doing stuff like that yeah 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 like uh i would never go to a concert before like uh beforehand whereas now i feel comfortable doing so maybe mm-hmm. that's stupid no nah, that's you got shot four times i've been i've gotten three yeah i feel i haven't gotten it so yeah because i say like eventually the it wears off is mm-hmm. the problem. Like, it doesn't just stay forever. You have to keep upping it. Yeah. Because, uh, anyways. So that's uh, that's what I did today, and I don't feel any ill effects, so that's fun. I'm mm-hmm. excited about that. Um, that's good. Last night's wrestling show was, it was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. It was uh, my birthday yesterday, so I had a good time watching it for my birthday, so. Yeah, I liked everyone involved. That's uh, That's really why I was... Uh, what mm-hmm. I enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, the first match was incredible. Yeah, it was pretty much just a Darby Allen snuff film. Mm-hmm. Brody King just killed him. He just killed yeah, that man. He just destroyed him. Yeah, I, I liked every match for different reasons. Like the main event was uh, like an overbooked mess, but like in the best way possible. You know, it was an overbooked mess. They, I don't. It's weird. They don't need to uh, to end so many episodes that way or matches mm-hmm. that way where it's just like 18 million people run into the ring like i don't yeah i don't think that's necessary mm-hmm. and i don't know where that influence comes from because that's a very wcw thing but like that's probably not, where it comes from <laughs> but not not the best part of wcw yeah well like you remember like the heyday like sting every episode would end him chasing off the nwo for a while so yeah, it's uh but I don't know, you can only do that so many times. Like mm-hmm. it just uh yeah, the the match was a the the end of that match was a mess, but I feel like they kind of were running out of time so they had to like speed through the end of it. Yeah, I I really couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. And um I think part of it I mean the the we'll get to it when we get to it. Mm-hmm. First, let's talk about this absolute banger of a Brody King versus Darby Allen match. Yeah, holy, holy. this match was dope. And Brody King got a, a good reaction when he came out too, which is they, awesome. They're building him nicely because mm-hmm. um, when you think of the the people who have beaten Darby Allen, who are they? Like Cody Rhodes, Cody Jericho. Did, he beat, did they wrestle? They wrestled early in AEW, yes. right? I remember um, them having a match. Sammy may have beaten Darby. I'm not sure. Did they have beat him? Or... They have wrestled a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like not many people have beaten Darby. Darby's beaten yeah. almost the like he's lost a, a few times to the same people. Yeah, he's lost to Mox a couple MJF. times. Mm-hmm. So like they're really building Brody King here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought um, they were going to do the typical Darby thing where he gets his ass kicked the and whole match and then yeah squeaks out a win but they didn't which I was really excited for because they've done this once before they did this with MJF where MJF just killed him mm-hmm. like just obliterated him like Darby got no offense in 
He barely got any offense in in this one. When he picked Darby up by the belt and just tossed him like luggage. Yeah. <laughs> right before we got on to record, I saw um, Nyla Rose tweet out, this is how I beat Mario back in, or this is how I beat Bowser in the in, on Mario 64 or something like that. Oh, yeah, pick him up by the tail, <laughs> swing around, yeah. and throw him into the lava. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that this match was awesome. Darby died the first 30 seconds in trying to do a tope suicida and Brody just caught him and threw him into the guardrail. Um, I love that uh, when Darby did get offense in, it was the uh, it was the choke, the rear naked choke, which is nice because that's uh-huh. what Brody has done to him a couple times now. He did it again in this yeah. match where he choked him out and tried to get yeah. the, uh, the count, count out, which was nice. Yeah, um, that Gonzo bomb to win the match was... Oh, brutal. the Gonzo Bomb is the most terrifying wrestling move I've seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I I think I'm witnessing a death every yeah. single time. Well, you know how it was invented, right? I know it Rick was Rude, in Japan. Rick, but... Well, no, Rick Rude invented it. Oh, did he really? Yeah, on the Ultimate Warrior, because he was going to do a regular powerbomb on the Ultimate Warrior, and the Ultimate Warrior sandbagged him, so Rick Rude just dropped him on his head. That's how the Gonzo Bomb was invented. <laughs> oh my god. Well, <laughs> Ultimate Warrior deserves it. Yeah, Rick Rude said, alright, fuck you, and just dropped him on his head. <laughs> oh my god. That, that is amazing. Rick Rude yeah. was a bad man. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you go back and watch old Rick Rude matches, that dude was awesome. He was very good. He was very, very good. Um, yeah, I love that uh, Brody Lee got out of that rear naked choke by just doing the cannonball with Darby on his back. Yeah, that looked nuts. You know what always makes me nervous in, in Brody King matches? Whenever he goes for the cannonball and somebody moves, because yeah. he, he flips at like the last second, and it always looks gnarly whenever he does Oh, it. yeah, he, he's very good at it. Mm-hmm. I also love that Brody King and Darby Allen are actually really good friends. Yeah. And I love yeah. that. Like, there's that video. I think it's Darby Allen's dad. Mm-hmm. Where I know uh, what you're doing. It was like last summer, right? They yeah, were like at a barbecue uh, together. They're at a barbecue, and he he gets Brody King to chop his dad, mm-hmm. and his dad yeah. like flies about five feet backwards. <laughs> yeah. Usually, when wrestlers are really good friends, they they have the most brutal looking matches because it's like they trust each other a lot more. Yeah. And uh, Darby is a stuntman. Like he, mm-hmm. he's good at uh, absorbing these things. This he's kind of he's essentially kind of trained for this. Um, How old is Darby Allen? He's in his twenties still, right? Late twenties. I I suspect in the next, well, maybe I was gonna say in the next three years he's gonna change up his style because once he gets in his thirties. He's not going to be able to like, land on his head. But Jeff Hardy has made a whole career, but he still does it when he wrestles. So you never um, know. Well, yeah, somebody somebody put, put out a good tweet. I can't remember who it was, so I apologize. But he said, with all the re- all the injuries we've seen in wrestling these days, and yet Darby Allen is the only guy who's out there healthy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, of just, all people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's uh, that's very... That's very strange that Darby <laughs> Allen continues to like wrestle every week. He's on every yeah. show. Um, He's limber, man. Must do a lot of yoga. Anyways, the they kept the the shenanigans going afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. Malachi Black came out. Um, they were they're beating down Darby. They were they were choking him out again. Um, and. Uh, Sting comes out. He comes out to this is essentially this is what uh, Malachi Black wanted. Sting comes mm-hmm. out. The uh, or no, sorry, Sting came out first and attacked uh, Brody because Brody. Brody was like choking Darby, just standing yes. there. Come on, Sting! And then he grabbed him to put him in the death drop. The lights mm-hmm. go out. Lights come back on. Apparently, Sting is just able to drop Brody, which is funny. Um, mm-hmm. After that match where Darby couldn't do it. Um, and Malachi Black comes out. He he mists Sting in the face. Then they they're choking out Sting, and then, boom, boom, boom. That's Terminator. Forget I did yeah. that. But well, that, I mean, Miro kind of looked like the Terminator walking no, out the, with sunglasses. Burr, 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 burr. There yeah. we go. <laughs> um, out comes Miro. He's wearing sunglasses that they're kind of 
two different colors. I don't know if that was a reference you, to, to Brody. If or you look to Malachi Black or if you looked, one angle showed he had a bandage over one of his eyes where he got misted. Oh, okay. And that's, that's what why. made the it discolored. Okay, I was like, is that like a reference to the eye thing with uh, with Malachi Black? It, it was, but I think it was the bandage not, too. Not in the way that I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so this is cool. This is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't know who they're setting that match up for. Maybe he's going to go through Brody first and then move on to uh, and then move on to Malachi Black. Malachi. Yeah, I don't know because well, now they have three on three with if Miro helps out Sting and Darby because mm-hmm. Buddy. There's a lot of but I don't know where he's can, been. There's a lot of ways they can get this to uh, to the pay per view mm-hmm. for some. Cool, oh yeah, for sure for some cool matches. Uh, what do you think? I, will be I the like that. Match? Probably Malachi Black versus Miro. I don't versus know. Miro, yeah. There'd be a unless they stipulation really get, or anything. Unless they really want to get Sting on the card, they could always Which they could do. do Sting versus Malachi because that that seems that gets people excited when they just stare at each other. So, or uh, I mean, you probably don't want to have two House of Black shows on the card, but you could do uh, Brody and Buddy, or mm-hmm. Brody and Murphy versus um, Sting and Darby. Mm-hmm. That's that's another option if you want to save Malachi for for Miro, but you mm-hmm. probably don't want to do two matches. Yeah, they could do like at uh, the pay per view uh, trios match of House of Black versus Sting, Darby, and Miro, and then at isn't Grand Slam like two weeks after that? They could do yeah, like, it's not Grand it's Slam. not long after. Yeah, they could do Grand Slam Miro versus Malachi. Ooh, we forgot to talk about some news. Kenny's coming back. Yeah, buddy. Um, I didn't read uh, Sean Ross Sapp's report. So I just saw the think, headline. Where do you think he's going to uh, come back? Or when do you think he's going to come back? I think he's going to... See, I don't know. I want to say all out. That makes the most sense. Like he comes mm-hmm. out, does something. But then also, if he comes out on Dynamite, that'll pop a huge rating. So I don't know. <laughs> Well, I I could see him coming out on Dynamite to set something up for um, Arthur Ashe, Mm -hmm. uh, Grand Slam. And I think it will be against Osprey. Yeah, because they've been beefing on Twitter. They are are working right now. Mm -hmm. Um, It's interesting because as soon as all this started, Osprey said like, no, 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 this isn't us working. I hate the man. Um, which is funny so it puts that doubt in your mind but that's exactly what kenny and uh jericho said when they were first starting they're like mm-hmm. this isn't for a match fuck this guy mm-hmm. like that's yeah a, i that's i knew they were working once osprey did the one wing angel and uh made who he was wrestling kick out so i thought it was like, kind of uh, cheesy not mm-hmm. the, not that he did the one wing angel but that when he did that reaction i was like all right yeah it, he should have just lifted his shoulder up and, went, oh, and then finish the guy off but yeah but yeah that's exciting and i'm sure danielson and it's coming back soon too apparently danielson, i don't know how long apparently danielson is healthy but uh tony's being very cautious with him yeah that makes sense save him for the so like shows. danielson wants to go but he, he's like hold on let's mm-hmm. just do our due diligence i don't want you to mm-hmm. die in the ring we don't need a yeah. masawa yeah. and i don't know how long punk's out for but i can't imagine it's going to be like over a year. Or no, anything, I think no, not at all. It was like a broken foot. Mm-hmm. I know he had to have surgery on it, so that always complicates yeah, things. But, but like a foot surgery shouldn't take that yeah. long. It should take a, a month or two, and then you're good. Mm-hmm. I was and, just gonna say because I think if he was gonna be out for a super long time, they would just have Mox be the world champ, not the interim world champion, because mm-hmm. you don't want to interim for a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you. They're not. He will, I think we're going to have these guys come back in short order. Mm-hmm. And I think AEW kind of needs it because not for me, but I think uh, I've seen a lot of rumblings of people being like, oh, wrestling isn't really hyping me up right now. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, that's not what I'm thinking about all the time. I'm watching it every week, but even I'm like, oh, I can't wait for. I can't wait for wrestling on Wednesday. I'm not, that's not what, what's going through my head. 
I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, wrestling's on tonight. Cool. That's yeah. what happens for me. Yeah. It, it's going to be exciting when they come back. And oh yeah. They, uh, I have a feeling MJF's going to be back soon too. Uh, yes. Ramp that, his story up. Absolutely. It's, I do appreciate that they are, that they're taking an extra long time with that to the point where people will forget about MJF mm-hmm. so yeah. that when he comes back, it will be a surprise. Mm-hmm. AW is really, really good at that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, especially with the turns, like they yeah. draw out so long that you stop thinking that the turns coming each week. And mm-hmm. then as soon as you stop, as soon as you stop thinking about it, that's when they do it. And I appreciate that. Yeah. So let's talk about best friends versus Mox and Yuta. This was a very good match. Yeah, this match was great. I loved it. Um, I loved the storytelling that was being told uh, by the announce team was really good. We had Regal. Yeah. We had Orange Cassidy, who was talking a little bit. Yeah, he just kept going, whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, I like when Regal was talking about how uh, how best friends, they're not... They're not as uh, well trained as wrestlers as uh, as our guys. And Orange Cassie kept saying, "Allegedly, mm-hmm. allegedly," <laughs> <laughs> because uh, Trent or well Trent, but also Chuck's been wrestling for like damn near twenty years. Yeah, he's very very well trained. Mm-hmm. Um, and Excalibur, <laughs> Excalibur was talking about how he and Orange Cassie were trained in Mexico. By mm-hmm. I can't remember the guy's name, but like a really famous Mexican wrestler slash trainer. He's like, "Isn't that right, Orange?" And Orange Cassidy just stone faces him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doesn't say anything. Um, but yeah, this this match was good. Chuck was busting out all the fucking uh, the the pile drivers. My God, mm-hmm. he hit the he hit the awful waffle on Mox, and it's like Jesus. It was yeah. basically a, a Gonzo bomb. Yeah, in the corner, it's like a corner Gonzo brutal. bomb. Yeah, um, yeah. Then they did the I, uh, the the short the short uh, short pile driver into the. How do they finish that move? It's essentially their wombo combo. It's like the short pile driver, and then I forget what Trent calls his like cradle move thing. Yeah, I forget what he calls it. Crunchy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, I know he That's does it, it. crunchy. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was awesome. Uh, Uta got the win in this one, correct? Yep. Which he did I the seatbelt pinning combination. Yeah, I liked it because right after he got the pin, Orange Cassidy said Chuck taught him that move and walked off, which was cool. Because yeah, does... no, I I loved this match because uh, they kept going after Trent, who is who never liked Yuta, so that was fine. But then mm-hmm. when Trent wasn't there, Mox would be like, "Give me Chuck." Mm-hmm. He's like, "No, beat up your friend." Mm-hmm. And well, yeah, at the lot. beginning of the match, when Chuck tried to break up the fight between him and Trent, Chuck or uh, you to push Chuck or hit him or something, then Chuck went crazy and started throwing him into the barricade and stuff. Yeah, no, it's really good. I Did love... you see the sign in the crowd? It said uh, Dustin is, which is Chuck's real name, is like, is Yuda's real father or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's some inside baseball for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this match is great. Um, I. I thought it was, it was really I I was really hoping uh, somebody on commentary would mention this because Regal kept saying these guys don't they're not they don't have that violent streak that the BCC has and I wanted them to be like well actually they do have a five star street uh, parking mm-hmm. lot brawl with yeah. uh, with proud and powerful where they uh, where they bloodied everybody in mm-hmm. there so maybe. Maybe don't uh, uh, speak out of turn. And mm-hmm. the thing that I love is Regal would have seen them in uh, in PWG in guerrilla yeah. warfare matches. I was gonna say they had the. There's one when Chuck was the PWG champ, and they had a guerrilla warfare match against each other. Yeah, so Chuck and Trent, and it was really good. So Regal knows he's lying mm-hmm. here, which I like. Um, yeah. So we may, we may get like a little feud out of uh, out of these guys right now, which is. I kind of like that BCC is just feuding with different people. Yeah. Like God, uh, they, their whole thing is they like to fight. So yeah, they're just, they're, they're splintered off in all these different directions. Yuda's feuding with Garcia. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think Gar- didn't they keep cutting back to Garcia watching, like backstage too? Turns out was at the very end, hyping up Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so great match. I love uh, I love seeing the best friends actually get in some matches every once in a while. It's good to see Chuck back. I love yeah, that he's they let him turning into unhinged good. Chuck, which is good. Mm-hmm. And they let him get in good offense too. Yeah, he he's got some devastating looking offense. Mm-hmm. He's got some scary moves. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we have Swerve in Our Glory coming out, and they address the fan. They address the fans. Lee expresses his eternal thanks to all the fans. He keeps it really, really slow, so I can take notes, which I was very mm-hmm. appreciative of. Um, they didn't really say too much. Just being, just being good baby faces. Yeah, um, thanking the fans and being excited they, about being the champs. Yeah, they acknowledge that, uh, or Swerve acknowledges that Kevin Gates, a local Georgia rapper, is in the is in the crowd. Um, and then Tony Nice comes out with uh, with Smart Mark Sterling. They come down. That they're talking about the 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 petition, petition they have to get rid of uh, to get rid of Swerve, and they. They say that uh, they they've got almost all the signatures, and they want the final signature to be Kevin Gates, which doesn't really make any sense. He's not with the company, but fair enough. I'll suspend yeah. disbelief. Yeah. Um, Tony Nice goes up. To, I guess Kevin Gates Gates essentially says, "No, I'm not going to do mm-hmm. that." Then uh, Tony Nice says that Kevin Gates is a shitty rapper. Yada yada yada. Kevin Gates hops the the barricade. Grabs niece by the chain and gives him the stiffest right hand I've yeah. seen in wrestling in a long ass time. Mm-hmm. And it's a good he punch. probably did just punch him in the face, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. um, Kevin Gates uh, is not one to not do sketchy things. So mm-hmm. like he he's a guy who'd be like, hey, you want me to do this? I'm going to do this. But he mm-hmm. he popped him. And if you look, look online, it's everywhere. Yeah, like just Which is the awesome. headlines are just Kevin Gates knocks man out on primetime television. Yeah. <laughs> like Kevin Gates knocks out wrestler. Kevin Gates uh, punches AEW wrestler. Like it's mm-hmm. they're presenting it as if it's real. It's on WorldStar.com. It's amazing. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Which is it's that's good. I I liked it. This is a very good celebrity segment. Yes, it, that was a that was a stiff punch. Like mm-hmm. it, that was some that was some anokism there. Yeah, that that was a Suzuki um, right hand across the jaw. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Smart Mark got hit with a cake because I guess he brought out a cake. I don't know. I what. think they swerve in our glory because they grab champagne off a table. I think there's a cake sitting there. OK, fair enough. Right. Yeah, they, they hit him with a cake. Mm-hmm. Cool. I guess. Yeah, whatever. That um, was a good cake shot, too, because it. Like was like a mound of cake on yes. Sterling's face. <laughs> yep, Sterling can Sterling can eat shit well. Mm-hmm. Um, Which the best part about that segment is, right when that cake segment happened, is when I was eating my birthday cake. So I was like, "Huh, go figure." <laughs> oh yeah, happy birthday by the way. Thanks, thanks. How old How old are you? If you want to, thirty seven. Hey, same age. Yeah, I'm old. high five. All right, so Varsity Blondes versus Christian and the Big Black Dinosaur. Um, mm-hmm. This match did not last long. Boy, no. can you miss it? Um, basically, Luchasaurus just murdered these men mm-hmm. with a little help Christian, from Christian. And then Christian tagged himself in and got the pin and got the started pin. celebrating. Like Which is awesome because that is mm-hmm. uh, Matt Hardy's move. Mm-hmm. Um, after the match... Jungle Boy's music hits. They're like, this man's not coming out here. He's dead. Mm-hmm. But no, out comes Jungle Boy, chair in hand. He walks down to the ring. Luchasaurus hops over the hops over the ropes. He, they confront each other, and then Luchasaurus turns and aligns himself with Jungle Boy, and they chase off Christian. And I, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little disappointed with that. Uh, yeah. I wonder if this is like a double swerve type deal where they're maybe. Like... They're trying I to really lure Jungle like, Boy back in. I really like evil Luchasaurus. Me too. His interest is awesome. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I don't want them to switch back too soon because I would mm-hmm. like to see Jungle Boy go off on his own. Yeah, go be singles guy for a bit. 
and uh yeah i don't know i kind of liked uh, luchasaurus being the cane but i'm i'm happy to see where this goes mm-hmm. uh, but yeah i was i was surprised to say the least yeah, what, what was what was your thoughts there uh yeah I'm, I'm about the same i i didn't want heel luchasaurus to to stop because i've been liking him and christian together but then if it, if he does go back to the light side does christian bring in another big body guy to be his muscle huh. okay yeah yeah we could get uh who's out there I don't know. I would say Lance Archer, but that would be weird. And Lance Archer's in the G1 right now. So, uh, what's his name? Big Cass from Impact or something? Oh, yeah. No, he is. Uh, I heard uh, WWE I think he's a free agent looking now. at him again. Yeah, that makes sense, too. Because his match with Wardlow a couple months ago, he looked amazing. So No, he did look good. He lo- he did look good. I know he's clean and sober now, too. So that'd Yeah, be so uh, give him a shot if he's if he's mm-hmm. willing. But yeah, um, that's cool. But I also still think it's it's a double swerve. Like they're trying to do, they're gonna stick it to Jungle Boy again. Yeah, because it's it's a little soon to just. Do it, it is again. the pay per view's like a month and a half away, so you still gotta have time to build. So you gotta have Jungle Boy overcome the odds even more. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because the. The heel has to beat down Jungle Boy a bit more. You would think mm-hmm. you can't just you can't just have the two faces ganging up on the uh, ganging up on the heel. That doesn't really mm-hmm. work. Yeah, yeah. So, at least not at first. At the end of the feud, yeah, but not not right now. Yeah, something's got to give right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's revealed that we're going to get a rap battle next week. <laughs> yeah. It's going to yeah. be Colton Gunn versus Max Caster. In a rap battle, which, uh, all right, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Colton Gunn can rap. Credit to him there. He's probably a better rapper than Max Caster. So we will see how that goes. Um, it'll probably be very funny. So it will. I'm excited it for will. that. It's going to end in a beatdown. Mm-hmm. I think I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, fair play. It was only a matter of time before this happened. Um, I was yeah. I was always surprised that uh, Austin Gunn didn't rap at all when they were together, and this makes sense as to why. Um, I didn't know he could rap, so <laughs> I I only know that because he put out a video within the first few months of him being with the company, hmm. like a, a rap video, and it was actually it was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Okay. Um, yeah, next we have Starks versus Cole Carter, who is the former... Two I, Dimes in NXT. Yes. I don't know his actual name, but I know they called him Two Dimes for a little bit. I think Cole Carter is probably his real name. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, but yeah, he got uh, he got sent to the fishes. In, and uh, came back during Short Week, in short NXT. week which is hilarious. And <laughs> I love that early in the, early in the show, we had Starks uh, run into him in the back. And he's like... Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, last time we saw you, you're swimming with the fishes, um, which is nice. Um, he's <laughs> like, now you're swimming with the sharks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, this match was really good. It was. Uh, and I'm not that surprised because Cole Carter can go. I <laughs> do remember him on Dark because he was working Dark before he ended up with NXT. Yeah. And oh, did you see who showed up on Dark? Yeah, I don't lot, know if it's lots of interesting people. Yeah, what's that guy's name that kind of looks like Brock Lesnar that was in WWE for a little bit? That guy. Parker Boudreaux or whatever? Parker yeah, Boudreaux, yeah. Yeah. And did you see Slim J was there too? I did not see that, but that's awesome. He teamed with them. Oh, cool. Like, they all came out together. <laughs> um, yeah, awesome. Slim J was there. Like, I didn't know Slim J existed anymore. Yeah. That is awesome. That mm-hmm. For people that don't know, it was this guy with in like old school, old school TNA, like TNA before, like, like when the they're branding pay per view. Yeah. Like when they're yellow and yellow and red. And mm-hmm. he had an Eminem gimmick where he was mm-hmm. pretty much just a little teenage kid who looked like Eminem and he could do insane shit. And he was like 18 years old. Yeah. And then he dropped off the face of the earth 
and he's back now and he's still doing the same gimmick mm-hmm. <laughs> or at least it looks like he is he's wearing the the uh the white uh i don't like to say wife beater undershirt the tank top white yes. tank top thank you white mm-hmm. t- he's wearing the white tank top he's got the upside down visor um he's still doing that uh still doing that gimmick which is funny yeah cole carter can go um yeah and he is very handsome to where I was saying he looks like a fake person. Like he looks like a video game character. He's so handsome. He looks like he belongs on the CW. Yeah. <laughs> it's like anytime I watch a show where everybody's too pretty, I'm like, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't buy this. Like every yeah. CW, the show, the 100, I was like, these mm-hmm. are all supposed to be hardened criminals that are stranded on this planet after their prison barge or whatever crashed. And they're all beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way that all these, like, poor um, people who are living on the street, scrounging, committing crimes, doing this and that, they're all beautiful with perfect teeth and perfect hair mm-hmm. and abs. And yeah, <laughs> like, no, I don't believe it. But it's always CW. Anyways, Cool yep. Carter belongs with them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's very good. This match was awesome. One of my favorite things that Starks does in his matches is he lets the guy get his shit in and then he rolls out of the ring and says, I need a break. Hold mm-hmm. on. I need a wait. Wait. <laughs> I love it. He does it. He did it with. Uh... Oh, what was that guy who. I can't remember his name. Not not Darius Carter. Um, he. Ah, I can't remember his name now. He had the Black Panther gimmick that was really good on Dark. He mm. wrestled um he wrestled Lee Moriarty in the uh ah, I'm blanking on his name. That's too bad. Yeah. The Revolutionary was his was his gimmick. But yeah, he uh he did it with him too where uh like he's he's getting outworked by these guys and he's getting frustrated and it looks like he's about to cry and he goes out of the ring and he's he's winded and it's just so good and also the rope walk he does where he does this little yeah. he does the strut on the ropes mm-hmm. it's it's like a mix between the 10 second poses or 10 second photo thing yeah that edge and christian used to do and also the uh rick flair yeah on the it's like yeah. he's combined all these different characters and he's he's wonderful and he's an absolute baby face now the crowd loves him yeah yeah him and um him and hobbs have done what all good heels do and organically turn themselves into baby faces because everyone gets excited for him now <laughs> really good i loved it he hit a. Uh, Hit Cole Carter with the world's best spear mm-hmm. um, for the win. It was good. I loved it. I feel like Cole Carter is going to get himself a contract. Probably so. I think. I, I think see. he will. I think mm-hmm. he will because they obviously had their eyes on him already, and he's immediately on on dynamite, giving Starks a run for his money. I think that's mm-hmm. fairly telling. He got yeah. a lot. Of, the match was a lot longer than I thought it would be. Me too. But I guess that's yeah. just because they trust Cole Carter. I can't mm-hmm. remember why he got released from it. It was a wellness thing. I think, yeah, he was smoking weed or something. I don't remember. Yeah, it was a wellness thing, which uh, he looks healthy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully not steroids. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, so then next we have FTR just says the ultimate folk heroes. Oh my yeah. goodness. They come out with all their folksy charm. They they hop in the ring. Um Cash does a fairly standard babyface promo talking about mm-hmm. um how the best match they've ever had was the was when they won the Ring of Honor title against um against the Briscoes at ring of honor it was it was a highlight of their careers the best match of the year for them how they're excited to do it again this weekend 
blah, blah, blah. Just, just standard stuff trying to talk us into the room. And then mm-hmm. Dax takes the mic. And you know the it's about to get turned up a little bit. You can see him. He's already getting into it. He's got the the hand gestures going. And he starts, he starts talking about this girl, this young girl who had a hole in her heart, the shape of a quarter. And she was told that... Uh, if she tried really hard over the years, that hole could close. Or if it didn't close, they would have surgery. And this, he said that three years later, that little girl went back to the doctor and her heart was healed. She no longer needs needs surgery. And then his face gets red and he says, that little girl is my daughter. And mm-hmm. if that little girl can can beat that illness and try her hardest then who am i to not try just as hard i'm gonna do this for my daughter i'm gonna fight like an eight-year-old girl it's like oh my Mm -hmm. god this man yeah (laughs) he is an absolute folk hero i feel like we need like frescoes of him on a wall (laughs) like that was the that promo is the definition of talking you into the to the building it reminds me like Dusty heart, dusty heart, <laughs> uh, du- uh, dusty, uh, dusty roads. Yeah. Back in the day, just, you know, going to the common man route, bringing you in with a story. It's just so good. Like, I'm so glad he stopped doing the, the mutton chops, mm-hmm. like the, uh, the full handlebar and decided to just yeah. do the mustache. It's so perfect. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. It's a, he just seems like your favorite uncle. Yep. He just seems like your favorite uncle. And I love mm-hmm. that about him. And he's built like your favorite uncle. He's, yeah. I don't know, they're a throwback. He calls all the fans nieces and nephews. So he yeah, is your uncle. Amazing. <laughs> and he's also in, the most wholesome Twitter follow as well. Mm-hmm. Really good. I, they, I think he has a shirt now too, right? That he's going to, all the donations go to the American Heart Society or something like that. Yeah, he, like all the he's, proceeds uh, from the shirt. He's fantastic. They're great. At, at a mm-hmm. certain point, they need to get the AW title back on them. I don't know I when think it'll happen. It will happen, but they, there's no rush there. The only problem mm-hmm. is that they keep winning. At a certain yeah. point, you, the rankings are the rankings. Mm-hmm. Like they can't be uh, the number one ranked team for a year without yeah. getting a shot. Like yeah, it, it made sense happen. when the the Bucks were the champs because it was like they're ducking them on purpose. But yeah, yeah, because I guess with the Kenny news we talked about earlier, him coming back is that plans change because I think the match was supposed to be the Bucks versus FTR for all the titles. But I think with Kenny coming back, they said plans changed. So I don't know. I don't know what those are. But did you hear that? That's that's what that um, or it wasn't the Sean Rush trap. That's what uh, Dave Meltzer was saying. Okay, with Kenny with Kenny coming back, plans have changed. Yeah, plans changed for the Bucks, so I don't, they may be going with that trios route because there's that rumor that that's why they've held off on the trios titles. Well, yeah, they've been holding off for when Kenny comes mm-hmm. back. Um, yeah, makes sense Cause because I can see it, also it, it also looked like uh, they were gonna the Bucks were gonna feud with Red Dragon, mm-hmm. and then that kind of fell apart as well. When they got hurt. everyone got hurt, yeah, and Adam Cole's hurt because I could see them doing Bucks and Kenny versus Red Dragon and Adam Cole. Absolutely, undisputed elite versus the elite. That that's a big money match. So, yeah, like let's say like Kenny and the Bucks win that title, and then Red Dragon shows up and is like, "Um, guys, we're back." Mm-hmm. Um, that works for me. Yeah. That. Okay, so next we had, I thought, an incredible match. Um, Jade Cargill and Kira Hogan versus Athena and Willow. I love mm-hmm. this. Um, I had no problem with the booking, um, which was it was supposed to be um, a trios match. Yeah, a trios match with Chris Statlander in it, and I'm blanking on her name, but the other baddie, the new baddie, um, the interim baddie, <laughs> yeah, the interim baddie. Yes, uh, she couldn't make it. Hopefully she's okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so Stokely Hathaway negotiated because I guess the faces challenged the heels. 
So I guess Stokely Hathaway mm-hmm. was able to say, okay, well, no Statlander. Um, mm-hmm. And he said, there will, there will be no, sla- no head slapping at ringside. Head Statlander yeah. is, is uh, banned from ringside. I like that. Um, Jade walks out to the ring looking like an absolute goddess. Um, yes. As a, holding the mic, essentially giving the bitch version of then, now, and forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I've always been the bitch. I always will be the bitch, and like I've I've been the bitch. I am the bitch, and I'll forever be the bitch. Yeah, and it, that I really liked that. Um, and then Jr. tried to do it too. Oh funny. my god, that was the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> she's a bitch. She wants to be a bitch. She uh, mm-hmm. a bitch. <laughs> the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Um, and there are some really really funny. Um, edits of that mm-hmm. of that clip i highly recommend people find those online yeah that one you sent me was hilarious of looks like the acclaimed oh yeah it's like listen listen i'm a bitch she's a bitch i want <laughs> everyone a bitch <laughs> um yeah so everyone in this match got their shit in i loved seeing willow out there willow mm-hmm. was doing her thing she did that uh cannonball senton off the off the apron Apron. onto the floor Mm -hmm. which was amazing because uh she is much bigger than the average woman for doing that move so i loved seeing Mm it jade broke out a blue thunderbomb which is new as far as i can tell spinning blue thunderbomb was awesome yeah kira hogan was really was really good the ref got in her way when she was doing her kick in the corner and i was pissed off (laughs) yeah I like the exchange between Athena and Jade. It was cool. Makes me excited for whenever they have a singles match. They're going to have a singles match. I'm wondering mm-hmm. what... It's interesting. What match is going to be at the pay-per-view? Is it going to be Athena and Jade? And then maybe at um, at the uh, at the stadium show, we do Statlander and Jade? Is maybe. that what they're doing? Cause they, maybe they'll they're... just do a triple threat. Because it seems then, like Statlander is being built against Jade, mm-hmm. is maybe the person to take the belt from her. Like maybe yeah. Athena can't quite do it, and Statlander does it. But like, yeah, it's kind of hard to see who's feuding with who in this feud right now, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Well, because the promo beforehand, Athena was trying to say like, "Well, you should go for the the women's title, and I'll go for the TBS title." So maybe they're sewing a little division and then they could do like a triple threat at the pay-per-view and then they cancel each other out and jade still wins because i don't want jade to lose ever even though she's eventually gonna have to (laughs) she's gonna have to and mm -hmm. i would say statlander would be a good person to do so yeah against because she's big enough that it doesn't Mm -hmm. make jade look bad yeah she she equals her in size and in power Mm mm-hmm um, I think that's probably the best bet. Athena is probably a little small to be the person to to beat her, even though I think they'll have it'll it would probably be the better of the two matches would yeah. be Athena versus Jade because Athena is an absolute pro. She was amazing in this match. Mm-hmm. This match was so yeah. fun. I it really was. I thought it was probably everybody everybody's best match within this mm-hmm. company obviously kira hogan's had amazing matches in impact and mm-hmm. athena's had some amazing matches in wwe but mm-hmm. yeah i'm uh i can't wait for that match between those two and yeah. i'm waiting for the willow is all elite let's get that going come on now me too because they announced i don't know when they did but she's going to wrestle at the ring of honor show yeah i kind this, of get the which... impression that she's going to be largely a ring of honor talent or like i can one, see that because she was doing a lot that goes back and forth yeah i could see that because she was in ring of honor a lot before right before they got bought out like towards so the end there it could be a case that she has a contract but she's primarily working ring of, ring of honor kind of like jonathan gresham because from mm-hmm. what i've heard jonathan gresham is signed yeah but they haven't said jonathan gresham is all elite he's because all he, honor <laughs> Be- because he yeah because he's ring of honor um mm-hmm. 
that that's the priority for him is to be the face of that company. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting that we we don't have any news from Brian Cage. He just isn't involved at all. Well, on last Friday, Rampage, he because they had the Moriarty versus uh, Gresham match, and Brian Cage came out for like a second. Oh, with, did he? Okay. Yeah, and I I think they have a shirt. I forget what their group's called, but there's a shirt with all four of the guys, like Gresham, Cage, and the tag team. I forget their names. Uh, but yeah, they're they're like all on a shirt together. But looks like Brian Cage's look like they're going to build a faction around him again. And then they got someone far more charismatic and stuff to be the leader of the group. Jonathan Gresham is a heel is very good. And I'm excited yeah. for that. Um, he doesn't mm-hmm. often get to be a heel. Yeah. The only time I saw him working as a heel was when he was doing like UK indie shows. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, yeah, he was a, like the outsider guy. That was cool. Yeah. What was, I think I really liked about last Friday's match with Lee Moriarty is, because Caprice Coleman was on there, and I really like Caprice Coleman on commentary. He's really good. But he was telling the story about how uh, Jonathan Gresham, he mainly, even when he's ROH champ, most of his matches are pure rules, and you can't strike in those, so he has a weak chin. And then probably four seconds after he said that, Lee already punched Jonathan Gresham and almost knocked him out. And I was like, see, that that that's, that's what commentary should be doing. It's mm-hmm. setting that stuff up for you. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caprice is great. Caprice, yeah. Caprice is very, very good. Okay, so now on to the main event, which I quite loved this match. Um, yeah, until he, the very, very end. Um, yeah, Jer- Go Jericho ahead. versus Eddie. It was fun. Um, mm-hmm. They had I loved uh, the, the microphone being wrapped in barbed wire. They that's hilarious. Yes. The microphone, <laughs> the ring bell. They had a bunch of different things wrapped in barbed wire, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I was hoping Aubrey the ref would have been. That would have been even better. Aubrey the ref wrapped in barbed wire? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Eddie comes in. He grabs the mic out of uh, out of the announcer's hands. He clocks uh, Jericho in the head with it. He's hitting him with the, with the barbed wire thing. Jericho blades immediately. He's yeah. all bloody. Um, yeah. What does Kingston say? Something, something, and then welcome to Shark Week or something like that, which <laughs> made me laugh. And yeah, and the uh, Kingston was just beating this man's ass for a mm-hmm. long time. Jericho did do his uh, Frankensteiner onto the uh, onto the table through the barbed wire table, and Kingston's mm-hmm. back was cut up. Yeah, from that, there was... which was gnarly. One spot where Jericho put him in the walls of Jericho in barbed wire, which looked brutal. Yes, it did. I was like, oh, God, that's mm-hmm. a genius spot they're yeah. doing there. Um, uh, Kingstead nutted Jericho on the ropes at one point. Yeah, that point. looked like that sucked because afterwards you could see where it ripped Jericho's pants. So yeah, like, it ripped his pants. You could see the cut on his legs. So I was like, Ooh, yeah. shit. Was like, <laughs> yeah, okay, this there's some legit barbed wire here that these guys are going through. Yeah, because I think the microphone. Yeah, that's hit plastic. Him, was, yeah, I was gonna say that was gimmicked, but like then after that, I think that was the only thing that was, and then after that, they just started really hitting each other with barbed wire. Yeah, the the weapons and stuff are gimmicked, and you can kind of mm-hmm. tell. Um, but the uh, but the other stuff was good. I liked uh, when King, Kingston. Uh, he had he got the uh, who got the barbed wire put on them like over there over their body and over their shoulder. Jericho. Kingston wrapped Jericho up in it. Yeah, Kingston tried to get wrapped the Jericho plum. up in it and then went to do the stretch plum with it, which was cool. Um, mm-hmm. I liked that. I did like that Jericho hit him with the Judas effect with the uh, with the barbed wire still wrapped around him. That was good mm-hmm. thinking. Um, yeah. How they got to that was messy. Um, we yeah. should, before we get <laughs> This is what that, I was talking about. When it was overbooked, but I liked it still, <laughs> even though yeah. it was overbooked. So obviously we had the we had the rest of the Jericho Appreciation Society trapped in the in the shark cage. Um but not Sammy Guevara. And people were pointing that out and were like, fuck, Sammy Guevara is gonna get involved. And people mm-hmm. do not like Sammy Guevara right now. Mm-hmm. And we had so we had take Ty Conti, she runs down. 
because Jericho is just getting his ass beat at this point. Yeah, and Ruby Soho's in charge of the the shark cage that the Jericho Appreciation Society's in, and she holds the cage to enter the shark cage. So, so Ty Conti runs down. She fucking starts wailing on Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho is fighting back with her broken arm. <laughs> she's swinging with it. Um, but she gets, she's getting beaten down. Down comes Anna Jay to defend Ruby Soho, but she turns on her. She has joined Anna. She's joined Ty Conti. So they're, mm-hmm. they lay out Soho. They, they use the controls to lower the cage they go to open the cage, and of course, keys and locks and wrestling do not work. Yep, do not work. And I, I don't know what it is, but any time, like every wrestling show ever, when they try to unlock something, it never works. It's like they, their hands are shaking or something. It, yeah, it's bad, yeah. and it makes it all seem really stupid. And then mm-hmm. Garcia is just like, fuck this, I'm skinny. He just yeah. goes to the bars, and I'm sitting there like, well, good thing Sammy wasn't in there because if he could fit through he the bar, Sammy would have just jumped out of it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so all the guy and I was like, "Wow, well, it's kind of weird that they're hopping through the bars." So I was like, "Well, you know what? These guys probably didn't want to fall to their death." So mm-hmm. this is kind of, this is probably fine. So they all squeeze through the bars. They jump in the ring. They're beating down King. I don't know how Hager got through it though. They must have finally got the door open for Hager because <laughs> he's too big to fit through that. Um, so they're beating down Kingston. I was kind of annoyed there. I was like, eh, all right. And then out comes uh, Blackpool Combat Club. They're fighting them off, and it was like, it's like this seems a little this this part was a little overbooked for my liking. Um, mm-hmm. But then it goes back to one on one, and it looks like Kingston's going to win the match. But then in comes outruns Sammy Guevara and they say, Oh, last time we saw Sammy Guevara, he plunged through that table at blood and guts. And I was like, why did they have him in the fucking cage? Yeah. Like, you yeah, know, he had to be backstage. You had to have seen him backstage. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know. There's a suspension of disbelief that I was, that I did not have. Um, mm-hmm. But he comes out there, he gets involved in the match. There's a weird, I, I don't I don't know if I want to call it a botch. Fin- well, it was a botch finish. It's like think. a timing issue. Yeah, it was a timing issue. I don't really, I don't quite know what they were going for, but Kingston goes, uh, he nuts, he low blows Sammy Guevara, then he pushes Jericho into Guevara, and I guess he was then supposed to hit Jericho with the with the spinning back fist, but Jericho didn't rebound off Sammy or wasn't close mm-hmm. enough to to Eddie, so Eddie just whiffed it. Yeah. <laughs> and then um yeah, and then uh and then they were able to just get the Judas effect on uh, Kingston, which uh, yeah. I don't know. It seemed it seemed sloppy and then Kingston's just like, "You know what? Fuck you. I'm just going to throw you in the barbed wire anyways." He throws him off mm-hmm. the end of the ring through the through the bed of barbed wire and then Jericho acts like he landed in fucking electric wires. And mm-hmm. he's shaking like he's being electrocuted. It's like that is not yeah. it. Yeah, oh, sir, <laughs> that's not how you. That's not how you land in barbed wire. You don't shake like you're being electrocuted. Mm-hmm. This isn't an electric fence. This is barbed wire. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and then they immediately it went off the air. So that's why I said at the beginning of the show. I think they were rushing at the end there. I think they were running out of time. I don't know. It was weird because they were running. They were running out of time, but also they weren't doing a lot or great things with the time. Mm-hmm. With uh, with Kingston and Sammy and Jericho, like it seemed like they were almost trying to fill the time or like misexecuting with the time that they had. Yeah, and I don't know. It was a good match, wonky ending. And as mm-hmm. people were saying online, if Eddie Kingston is going to stand tall at the end, just have him win. Yeah. Like, what's the yeah, point of him standing tall at the end and losing? It's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It doesn't really make sense. Like, oh, he's knocked out. Oh, no, never mind. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? I don't know. Didn't didn't jive for me. But um, yeah, what what did you think of that ending? 
Uh, it just felt rushed to be. I mean, and like the miss of the back fist was unfortunate. And yeah, it did seem like there's a lot of timing issues at the end. But I liked the match up until that point a whole lot. I thought it was a lot of fun. I love barbed wire stuff. It's brutal. I liked Kingston coming out with his um, arms all taped up because he's wearing a short sleeve shirt. So that like was cool. Terry Funk was cool. Yep, yep, yep. The even commentary mentioned that. That's what it reminded me of. It's like a late 80s, early 90s Terry Funk barbed wire match. Yeah, it was fun. So, like mm-hmm. uh, Kingston's exploder suplexes through the barbed wire was fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like we said, the microphone barbed wire is gimmick, but just the visual of Kingston grabbing it and beating Jericho up with it was awesome. Also, oh, shit. There's, there's one point, and I don't know if this happened, but uh, I think um, Kingston cracked Jericho in the head, and then for the rest of the match, it's kind of favoring his hand. And at one point, they said, yeah. I, think, I think Kingston might have broken his hand. I was like, I please, I swear to God, mm-hmm. please don't have broken your hand. Yes, yeah. I can't. We can't keep doing this with uh, guys getting hurt in this feud. This is mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. If if he did break his hand, then because they said this was going to be the last match between them, but if he broke his hand, then this needs to officially be the last match because people keep getting hurt. Yes. Okay. So let's let's take a look at next week. So next week we have Hangman and Silver versus Butcher and the Blade. We had Butcher and the Blade attack Silver and Reynolds in this because yeah, uh, of two Butch shirts. They had a Butch shirt for Butcher and then a Butch shirt for Blade. <laughs> Matt beat him up. <laughs> and I love that because Silver really loves Butch because mm-hmm. wasn't that what they called uh, called um, Adam Cole? Budge is what they called Adam Cole. Yes, Budge. it was Budge. Never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Butch shirt for he Butch. Said it, he there. said Butch the same way. Butch. Like how he said Budge. And uh, yeah, so that's a way to set up a feud, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so fun. That'll, is that that'll be next week or is that this Friday? I think yes, I think that's Friday, this Friday. Yeah. That's tomorrow, and then yeah. we have Moriarty versus Dante Martin. That match is going to be great. I think yeah. we're we may see Moriarty turn. I have a feeling we're going to see a heel Moriarty. Maybe because last week what set this up was um, the Moriarty and Dante are kind of hanging out with the, um, the crap. Now I can't think of his name. Shooting star press guy. Uh, Seidel, Matt Seidel. Seidel, Matt Seidel. Uh, they were hanging out and Stokely came in and told me already like you're better than that you should come hang out with me and stuff so yeah like I I think uh, this kind of started on on Dark Moriarty snapped on a guy and just completely destroyed him with like with uh, it was Leon Ruff I think he was uh, Mm -hmm. or Ruffin now and he he basically just knocked him out with uh, with elbows to the back of the head while he was lying on the ground Hmm. Uh, to pretty much finish the match but um and then afterwards uh said like i told you guys i'm i'm gonna be meaner i'm gonna be this and that so it's kind of seems like he's doing the bcc kind of thing like he's trying to get more uh more More dastardly more yeah more mean more violent because it was that wasn't anything we've seen from moriarty since then and Mm -hmm. then we had the stuff with Gresham, so I don't know. I I feel like we might be seeing a, a mean streak out of Moriarty and against Dante, that's a perfect time to do a turn. Yeah. That being said, Moriarty just got turned against yeah. before, so maybe it's a little much. But Maybe uh, it'll be like a slow burn. Yeah, maybe a slow burn. Or maybe maybe he's just becoming a more violent guy. Yeah. Um, then we have Max Caster versus Austin Gunn in a rap battle, which again will be funny, but doesn't doesn't really have me that excited at this mm-hmm. point. But uh, I'm I'm sure it'll be funny, and I'm sure people will be talking about it for sure. Mm-hmm. And that that so that's on Friday. Next week we have Thunder Rosa versus Mia Yamashita. I've been saying her name wrong this whole time. I've been calling her. Yeah, Yama. I always. Um, I always mess up their names, and I feel bad. Once I figure it out, I've been saying it wrong. I'm like, damn. I thought it was, <laughs> Yam- thought it was Yamashita for years. It's mm-hmm. Yamashita. And it sounds... I'm always like, wait, who? 
<laughs> whenever they say it on uh, AEW. I'm like, oh shit, Mew. Yes, I know her well. Um, that match is going to be awesome. Like, really, really awesome. I wish they had built it a bit more. And that's kind of just the thing with Thunder Rosa. She's in the background. Um, yeah, it's it's really evident who the top star in the women's division is right now. And as much as I love Thunder Rosa, it's just they haven't done much with her. It's Jay no, taking over the spot. And before then, it was Britt Baker. It's uh, These segments in the back aren't working. Do it in the ring, at least. I don't know. It's uh, it's weird. They gotta they gotta figure something out with the women because it it's cheapening the the women's title because they've been doing this for months. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have oh we didn't we didn't actually talk about this at any point. We have Ricky Starks versus Danhausen, which is gonna be incredible. Yeah, and, and so Ricky Starks did the Danhausen impression. <laughs> Yeah, so this is a match I completely or no, he he faced uh Cole Carter. Yeah, which and we then talked afterwards about. he wanted to another open challenge. He's like, I'm gonna face somebody else. Get them out here, and Danhausen's music hits. Danhausen comes out, he says, I, I will face you in a match. Mm-hmm. And he says, Oh, hold on, hold on. And it's funny because why is uh, Ricky Stark's uh uh, afraid of Danhausen, I'll never know. But he doesn't like, want to get cursed. He's like, oh, he's like, he's like, we not for tonight. Sorry, fans, you can watch it on. Uh, sorry for yeah, fans in attendance. You can watch it. Uh, you can watch it at, at home. home on your TV, <laughs> which I thought was funny. And then he says, mm-hmm. next week it'll be Ricky Starks versus the Danhausen, mm-hmm. and amazing, absolutely amazing. Um. That was, uh, I popped so hard for that. I've seen me too that clipped so many times on Twitter. It's, uh, it's going all over the place. I've seen people comparing him to The Rock, um, yeah. how The Rock would, uh, do the little voices and insert mm-hmm. the comedy into his promos. Yeah, I think he's an absolute star. He um, is going and... forward for the company, and they're very, oh, yeah. very lucky to have him. Mm hmm. Oh yeah, especially when the inevitable split of him and Hobbs happens, and this doesn't have to happen for another year, two years at this point. But when it happens, that rivalry between the two of them is going to be amazing. Yeah, it is. Like, it, Here's it, um uh, about the hook or not hook, uh, Danhausen and Starks thing. I think Starks is definitely going to win. Yes, but then I think Hook's going to come out. Yes, absolutely. Just to save Danhausen, and then what's Taz going to do? Team Taz or his son? And he's obviously going to side with his son. Mm-hmm. I would think. I would think he would, but yeah. uh, maybe not, because a father mm-hmm. turning on a son is pretty cool as well. Yeah, that would cement Taz as a heel forever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But yeah, I think he sides with uh, I think he sides with Hook, and I think you're right because I called last week that Hook is going to be facing Starks for that for that belt. Like they already mm-hmm. set up that he's going for a title soon, and he's not yeah. going for any of the other titles. So this only makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I was when he said, "I want to face one more person." I was like, "Is this where Hook challenges him?" I was like, "This feels a little early." Mm-hmm. And then when it was Danhausen, I was like, "Oh, this makes perfect sense." Like this just feeds right into the hook match. It's perfect. Yeah, but the actual Danhausen Starks match would be hilarious because I think we might get. Um, they can't. I don't know if they'll play the tequila song, but we might get the the tequila spot that Danhausen does because he kind of does the rope walk thing too, like Starks does. Oh, you're right. He does. Yeah, on the apron. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Starks does like doing that back and forth stuff on the apron. So mm-hmm. they could do some fun stuff there. Um, yeah. And then maybe after the match, maybe he and Hobbs are beating down Danhausen and Hook comes out to help him. Maybe mm-hmm. that's how you set it up. Yeah. Who knows? Because fans will not like Hook being, or uh, Danhausen being beaten down. He is a treasure. Extremely and- over. Yeah, and he must be protected at all costs. Yeah, 
All right. So I think we're, uh, I think we should call it. Everybody try and watch Ring of Honor if you can. I'm sure it'll be very good because it was very good last time. Oh, yeah. It's this Saturday, right? I think it's Saturday. I won't be watching it. I can't watch it live, but I'll, yeah. I'll be catching it afterwards. Are you going to buy mm-hmm. it? Uh, yeah, I was playing it on it. There's more uh, G1 this oh, weekend, right. too. Right, right, right. How's that Last going? Weekend, they, uh, they're, you know, they have the four blocks this year, and they're doing it so they can space out more matches. Because like, mm-hmm. each show has, instead of like previous ones, like one show is A block, next show is B block. This mm-hmm. one, it's like two or three matches from each block, and that way they can space it out more. Because last year during the G1, a bunch of dudes got hurt, so they're like trying not to <laughs> have that happen. But So the first two nights were really good. My favorite match so far is uh, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Kinta. That match was awesome. We'll get that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that match was awesome. And also, Will Ospreay versus um, LP was really good, too. Ooh. Yeah, and, okay. Absolutely. And, um, of course, Okada versus... Um, now nah, I can't think of his name. Big Samoan guy that throws people around. Um, Foley? Cobb. Cobb. Jeff Cobb. <laughs> yeah, because that was the finals of G1 last year's opening main event this year. But they're, I mean, those guys work really well together. It's it's kind of crazy seeing uh, Okada get thrown around like a, a baby by Jeff Cobb because Okada is, uh, I don't know if people realize that Okada's a pretty big dude. He's like 6'5". Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah he, he, he's built like a basketball player. Mm-hmm. But a, yeah, it's funny seeing man. Jeff Cobb. See, it's funny seeing Jeff Cobb throwing around. But Zack Saber Jr. versus Kinta was is my match of the tournament so far. That's awesome! I can't wait to mm-hmm. I can't wait to watch that one. Yeah. All right. Thank you for the recommendation, and we will mm-hmm. see you guys next week. See. You.